pencil. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. She's the titular world! In the sense that no, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. James, your light mission. the fuse, light the fuse. Should you choose to accept it? Here we are. Uh, here we are. <laughs> I dun, finally... Dun, 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 dun. We don't want to get sued, don't do that. Oh, okay. We've, I finally got you to watch the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, it's been it's been a tribulation-filled few weeks. No way. No, no, You've really. enjoyed it? I have enjoyed some of them. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. Is, I can't believe you've gone this song with never, never seen them. Well, yeah. actually, I can believe it because it's you. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, it's. I have just come back fresh from the cinema IMAX. I've just seen the new one. Yes, Dead Reckoning Part One. What a, what we'll a, get into we'll it. Get into <laughs> it we'll get into it. I've, really, I've seen it twice already. And when did it come out? <laughs> uh, um, one week ago. <laughs> I had to go again. I had to go you again. You had to go support Tommy, the cinema. Exactly. And um, the opening <laughs> of the movie, box office wise, it's doing okay. I think it's doing less than it was predicted to. I yeah. Think. Well, the opening of this one's been weird because it, it opened, opened on a Saturday. On a Saturday. So it's kind of like a preview weekend. But. Listen, don't panic. The thing about Tom Cruise movies is that generally they... They're growers. Uh, they're growers. Like, Top Gun was a huge grower. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to make Top Gun money. No. Um, but it's going to grow. Like, it, it's going to play... For, like, people know that this is not going to drop onto streaming. Like, people know they have to go to the cinema. Exactly. And watch Tom Cruise do this shit. And exactly. they will. Okay, don't worry, because they will. And also, like... The budget stuff, like this movie cost like $300 million, mainly because yeah. of COVID. But um, I think even if this one like underperforms, we're going to get an, another one. Well, we better because it was, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready perched. for Dead Reckoning Part perched. 2. Anyway, um, I guess I wanted to do Mission Impossible because... Sam wanted to do Mission Impossible, <laughs> let it be known. He said, we did your Twilight episode, bitch. Get, now one for get the boys. back to work. One for the boys. Literally. No, I mean, I am endlessly fascinated by Tom Cruise. And yes. these movies are obviously like they're mythologizing Tom and it, they're kind of like his his franchise. Like, yes, he's got Top Gun and like he's done other shit. But Mission Impossible is what it's you think Tom. of when you think I mean, of Tom. Well, 100%. And I mean, if you look at his filmography, like the first Mission movie, I think was like 1998. 96. Yeah. Oh, shit. Even earlier. Yeah. Okay. So like... He was, he wasn't really a big action star. Like he'd done no. Top Gun, of course, and he'd done a few like thrillers and stuff, but he wasn't like what we think of him today. Because, no. and he had this run of like Mission Possible, then he's done like uh, Minority Report, War of the Worlds, and, and even like um, Collateral, like, yeah. like a lot of action. Did he do the Born? I'd- then no, honey, that's no. Matt Damon. Oh. <laughs> I swear. No. No, he was in, like, another spy one, wasn't he? Mission Impossible? No, but, like, another series. <laughs> he was in a movie called Night and Day. That's not what I'm thinking of at all. Maybe I you swear. think of Collateral, that's... No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, so, and, and he is, like... Like all his films, he's like so heavily involved in the production of these. Yeah, um, it's like a Tom Cruise production starring Tom Cruise, yes. produced by Tom Cruise. <laughs> and I mean, what I think the appeal of these is, is that like 
they different differentiate themselves from other action movies. Like their whole thing, obviously, is like Tom does all the stunts. Yeah, but it's kind of this throwback thing of like, and he's spoken about this like Buster Keaton and like mm. Charlie Chaplin and like old silent cinema, even where mm-hmm. like you're going to the cinema to watch people do incredible things yeah. in the camera. Yeah, like you know, like. And that's the thing with like there's that old Buster Keaton stuff. It's like he's doing things that make you like go lose oh, your mind. Oh yeah, They're crazy. It's this very old school type of filmmaking where it's like we're gonna do it for real. We're gonna impress people yeah. by just like just doing something fucking, fucking nuts. off chops. Yeah, and Literally. I think there's like such an appeal to that to the craziness of that. And yeah. like I think Tom like it, a lot of people don't like him. Because he's insane. He, yeah, he really, um, I'm not like the biggest Tom Cruise <laughs> aficionado. Um, funnily enough though, I think the first time that we like, pro- one of the first times that we probably hung out is when we went and saw Eyes Wide Shut together. Yes. Which, I mean. Wonderful f- movie. Fabulous film. <laughs> fabulous. Um, you took Nicole's side in the divorce. Though. Of course. <laughs> I believe women. Um, I mean, he's not, not a good person. Let, no, me, let me get no. that out of the way. Like the Scientology stuff is obviously insane. <laughs> I think he is a good actor, but like, I think this kind of film, we don't really get to see him, you know, flex his acting chops. You no, know what I mean? I mean, they're not like dramatic in, well, in, in terms they're of not, they're not drama. They're not. But I think like the reason these movies work is because like, I mean, in the films, he's playing Ethan Hunt, mm. who is again and again, we're told that Ethan is like the best of the best. The best of the best. Like he, no one's doing it like him. He does what he does because like, if he doesn't do it, then the world's going to go to shit. Exactly. Know? That's honestly exactly. like pretty much what people but say. he's rogue. He's crazy. We can't trust him. But, but we're constantly told that he's this like super spy. Mm. And I think because it's Tom Cruise we believe it. Yeah. And it, because Tom Cruise is this like superhuman alien who does not exist among he's us. A well, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Tom is like, he's this, he has this level of stardom. That's like not even really achievable. I think for stars these days. Yeah, absolutely not. And his image in the media is like that. He is a crazy person. Oh, absolutely. But I think he knows that. And I think they leverage think it into it. They leverage it so well for these films because yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think his whole persona, like people make fun of it because, you know, people are like saying to Tom Cruise, like, you're the best of the best. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. It all really works for me. And I find I it so interesting how these movies like mythologize him as almost like a god. Mm. But mm. then on some level kind of kind of pick that apart a bit. Yeah, it's yeah, I get what you're saying. I just I don't know. I'm not like as um, enamored by Tom, I guess. So I don't get the, <laughs> like, I kind of, I, uh, yeah, I just didn't do it for me, unfortunately. Especially like, obviously like he's like the linchpin of this whole like franchise yes. and it like works, but yep. I'm not like, I'm not here for Tom Cruise. I am. Yeah. I think he's amazing. Um, so the first movie, 1996, Mission Impossible, obviously based off a TV show. Yes. You've, have you I've never it? seen it. <laughs> Did, you, you did probably, a light Wikipedia before I watched the first one. You're probably a, a young child sitting at home watching <gasps> Mission Impossible on the TV. Stop it. But Stop it. They, um, they adapt... Well, the ingredients of a Mission Impossible movie... Yeah. It's kind of like... 
We have masks. Masks. Very important. We have ultra realistic masks. That's a very big part of this Well, show. see, my first introduction to these masks were in Charlie's Angels. And I obviously, Wait. they rip off the mask. And I didn't realize that it was like a parody of Mission Impossible. I just thought, oh, that's Who's kind of- got the mask? Like they're in the- f- at the opening, like they, I think True Barrymore has one. She's like an old man. We have a lot of masks. We have um one of my favorite things, which is like you get a credits, an introductory credits, which will show spoil you spoil the whole movie basically. <laughs> it gives you like it's like Tom Cruise, and it's like showing you scenes from like the action that's gonna happen throughout the movie. It's so rogue. I love it. It gives you just enough. It it makes it draws me, you in. It honestly does. I'm like by the time the credits is on, I'm like fuck. Yes. Let's fucking go. Like, I can't wait to see this train. Like, I can't wait. But you'll have an Odin credits and um, you'll also have, I mean, the theme is like Did, classic. Oh, it's been in my head. Oh, it's, it's so good. It I'm like walking shit. through work and I'm like, dun, dun, dun. I came we out of the, the cinema today and I was like, I'm literally Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> like, because I walked from IMAX to your place and I was like, just, dun, 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 dun. and I'm in like randomly in like a black turtleneck and like a jacket. So I look like I'm from like, <laughs> from the films. From the films. Yeah. Um, my other favorite thing about these films is how they like receive their missions by like video like uh, they'll somehow it's it's pretty much a different way every movie literally this one was uber Eats. <laughs> oh my god yeah well this is this is different because this was like a tape recorder in the new one yeah but generally like like the first one they're on a plane and they get a, would you like to watch a movie they Perhaps get a movie, you try something and then they put it in they get the mission and then um i think my favorite delivery is number two because it's in the sunglasses. Like he gets mm. sunglasses and then um, he's like on a holiday, like rock climbing. Rock climbing. And, um, but I, I don't know. I watched this and I'm like, who's running the graphics department at IMF? <laughs> like, because, and, and also it's like, also, I, what is just for the, the gatekeepers that don't know, what does IMF stand for? So that would be the impossible mission force. <laughs> Which is like insane killer, killer. Um, but no, I'm like they, they might, they, they would have to have a whole graphics department, and they, they'd have to have someone to write the script for the mission, yeah. and then they'd probably have to send that to graphics to to build all the, you know, because they've got like maps and like yeah, you've got to go here, the logistics behind, and this then they'd have to have a separate person to do the voiceover. Oh, literally, and it's then, like a whole production, and then an editor to put it all together. You could get a job there. I really want one. You're like, where is the Australian IMF? I need to be there. But also it's like, they're like, okay, so none of our agents can read. We have to give them a mission by video. Like they're like, they're like TikTokers. Like we can only take it in if it's. Yeah. And we need the voiceover with like the subway surfers and the slime in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) That is the only way Tom Cruise will like intake a mission. Do you think Tom Cruise can read? I wouldn't be surprised if he couldn't. Like, he can only do the videos. But anyway, so the first movie... Um, okay, sorry, I should say. Another thing that I think is a great appeal of this series mm-hmm. is that up until number five, every single one has a different director. So yeah. they all have a unique flavour. And, and they're, like... Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Well, yeah, but but I appreciate them taking big swings. Yeah. And I, I think it's it's great that, like, you can just watch Mission Impossible 3. You don't have to watch 1 and 2. You can just jump in. I wish in. I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're all they're self-contained missions generally. Yeah. And, um, and then I think from 4 onwards, it kind of becomes a, maybe 5. Yeah. Because that's when 
Becky comes in. Becky. Becky Ferguson. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and my good friend, Becky Your Ferguson. Good friend. But the first movie, it's directed by Brian De Palma. Uh, Have fabulous. you seen any of his films before? Um, no. Okay. No. You've seen Carrie, right? I haven't seen Carrie. Haven't seen Carrie I have seen the I have read Carrie. Oh. I have seen the Julianne Moore Carrie. The Chloe Grace Moretz I Carrie. Have <laughs> listened and seen Carrie the musical. Fuck it out. I have not Well, that was the thing. They were showing Carrie at Thornbury Picture House this week. Right. But it was on at the same time and the same night as 20th Century Women, which... You made your choice. I made my choice. And I made the right choice because... Anyway, before James starts talking about this movie... It's uh, really good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's directed by Brian De Palma. He's known for his kind of like paranoid thriller vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I don't know if you knew this, but John Voight, he plays Jim Phelps. Yes. He is a character from the TV show. Was John Voight on the TV show? No. Okay. So, so the Mission fans... Oh, yeah, I remember reading that. They were, like, pissed well, off. Well, don't... Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Did not too fast. Um, but they kind of... the. I mean, the, the show is about a team of spies... Yes. ...doing missions. Yes. And it's kind of, like, in and out. No one ever knows they were there. Yeah. Whatever. Fabulous. So, the first film... We are in a mission in Prague. Yes. Um, beautiful city. <laughs> Gorgeous. Oh, watching these films. I'm going to go to Europe so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's globetrotting. Globetrotting I've been spot. to Prague. I have not been to Prague. Uh, this It's all happened to me there, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mission Impossible is a biopic. It happened to me in real life. Yeah, the, it opens with, um, a t- you know, the team from, like, IMF. We've got a character from the, the TV show. They're going on a mission in Prague. Yeah. Um, I can't even really remember what the mission is because that's another thing. It was these in the movies. elevator. Well, a part of it was yeah. in the elevator, <laughs> but they're at a, a kind of swanky like a party party type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen Scott Thomas is there. Yes, your favorite. The way I saw her woman. name on the <laughs> there's always one. Oh my god, there's like so many random women in this there series. I was like. <laughs> I did. I gasped. <laughs> I gasped at the one that I saw today. There was a lady there. Yes, um, we'll get to it. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, but the gag is that, spoiler alert, but, you know, it's from a long time ago. It's almost 20. It's 25 years old. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. The gag is everyone dies in the mission. So this is... And I was gagged. I saw really? Kristen Scott Thomas was second build, third build, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm ready. And then they killed her. So, so, because... I watched this a very long time ago. I don't really remember, but you're saying like it still worked for you. Yeah. Okay, great. Because I kind of like wasn't, yeah, I just didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And, and I think audiences going in at the time, they, they would not like, mm. this is gag. Um, and, and also to, to kill off like the character from the TV show. Yeah. Um, and then another spoiler alert, <laughs> just pausing so you can you know skip ahead or whatever <laughs> um so jim phelps who is played by john void is revealed to be the bad guy at yeah. the end of the film and it was all a setup it was all a setup yeah um so this really pissed off um the cast of the original show like oh. they were asked to be in the film and they and one of them walked out of the screening because they're like this fucking sucks <laughs> but but i guess like 
it's something that we still deal with in culture today because things like Star Wars and, yeah. you know, the nerds get fucking mad uh, if you mess with... The formula, yeah. Well, yeah, if you mess with anything that's considered beloved, yeah. like, it's not okay. Mm. But well, that's it, like the Ryan Johnson Star Wars of Exactly, it all. yeah. So it was pretty bold of them to, to kind of have this take on it. Mm. Um, but Mission Impossible 1 is also not what you think... It's not what the franchise became. No, no, exactly. I found Mission Impossible kind of went on a similar trajectory to the Fast and the Furious films in yep. the sense that I was not enthused by one, two, and like I, three was where it kind of picked up a bit. It's kind of a bridging film. Yeah, yeah. but I just was like, I can't <sighs> fucking believe you were not impressed by this number one. I was impressed by some of it, but I, I was so <laughs> bored. How the Fuck, were you bored? I think this is such a good paranoid. Like, Tom Cruise is, like, practically imploding from paranoia. He's having these dreams of people coming back to life. He's um, with that woman. I can't remember her name. Kristen Scott Thomas. Is that her? Wait, no. Oh, the The, the one wife? throughout the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're sleeping together, but maybe he can't trust her. Yeah. And then you combine that with, like, the iconic scene in the middle. That was the, the, the wire scene. Yeah. That it, was good. Everyone knows this scene where yeah. they're breaking into the, the yeah. vaults and Tom is hanging by that wires. That was cool. I just, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the right space to receive the <laughs> film when I watched it, but uh-huh. I just wasn't, I was like, that was cool. Oh man. I think they do. Man. Such, <laughs> I think they just, they, they do such a good job of creating an atmosphere. And, and I think, Tom is brilliant in this movie, actually, mm. because you see how fucked like his head is yeah. in this. In this, and I, I will say the climax is a bit kind of like, uh, like I, pe- I like, and that was the thing I kind of picked the because I don't know if this is me just being like a nerd, but like when I saw John Voight's second build and he died at the start, I was like, oh well, he's coming back, isn't he? Also, the way he like sh- ha- like uses his own hand to, to like, like fake shoot himself, uh, I'm like. You were not pulling it off there. Yeah, I'm not. Sorry. But, but even that sequence, I think, is so... Like, you know, they're in Prague, which looks amazing. It's yeah. foggy. And and after that, when um, there's a scene between um, Tom Cruise and... Well, between Ethan and, and Kittredge in the... Um, in, like, this aquarium restaurant. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Gaggy, gaggy. I was like, where did all this water come from? And, like... And the Dutch, the whole thing is like in Dutch angles, like Dutch it, angle supreme. Dutch I angle was like, supreme. What it's crazy. I was like, you gotta, you gotta straighten that camera up. <laughs> and like, oh, I felt and like I had to tilt my head to watch the whole film. The camera work is great. There's like, you get some split diopter shots in this, which yeah. is like such a rarity. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I do love this film. I think it looks amazing. Um, anyway, it was pretty big at the time. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Number two Bad is Booger Boot. So boring. <laughs> so change director. They so For the, the worst. The auteur thing I mentioned with it changing directors, it's always been unintentional. They've always asked the director back, but they've declined. Yeah, or scheduling or whatever. Brian De Palma said no. Yeah, he was like, I've done one. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Imagine if he'd stayed. I mean, maybe we wouldn't be where we are today. Well, honestly, yeah, because two gets shit on because it is a boring movie, I'd it say. Was- so so number two is directed by John Woo. And so Tom Cruise saw the movie Face Off mm-hmm. and he offered this to John Woo. Wow. John Woo, who um, quite early into production made the decision not to speak English anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> God. Um, and 
I think the last bit of the movie is like is is where you get a few good sequences, oh, like the bike sequence, the bike stuff. Yeah. Shot in Sydney, Australia. Uh, shot in Sydney, Australia. Very jarring to hear all the Australian oh, accents. There's nothing worse than an Australian accent in a film, like Absolutely. out of nowhere. Like what was that? Oh, like when Samara Weaving just went full Australian accent at the start of Scream. Scream. I was like, what is uh, she? What is she doing? What are you doing? Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it's Mission Impossible Two, bad. Two thousand, the year two thousand, Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia. There's a few locals in there. Literally, and um, I will say the opening is a gag because when he's rock climbing, and then they like sent him. He's free soloing, honey. He's free soloing. You don't know what free soloing means. Do I look like I rock climb? Rock climb without the ropes and stuff. Oh wow! Oh, they did that in Twilight. Yes, in Breaking Dawn Part Two. There we go. (laughs) You've got a frame of reference. I know what I know what I'm doing. Um, Isn't there a movie called Free Solo? Yeah, a documentary. Yeah, I thought it was a movie. Like it's a, a documentary like a movie, like a, like, a, like, a, like a fiction. <laughs> it's Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and this is where we get the, the kind of like Tom does his own stunts. Yeah. Like him doing the rock climbing thing was, um, and you know, he's on a fucking like tall cliff face. Oh yeah, it was scary. I was like, your hands are going to be so blistered. Yeah. Well, apparently John Woo was stressed. He was like, don't do it, Tom. And Tom's like, I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the second one is... It becomes a huge action blockbuster, which the first one is not really. Yeah. Like this, the first one, you you have a few. I think I read there's like four gunshots in the whole movie. Really? Yeah, I think that was the thing that I could, I think because I was expecting because like oh, what I know of Mission Impossible is like big stunt, crazy fight, yes. bang bang. I was like expecting that from the first Straight one, which away. is not what I got. Yeah. So. Yeah. Second, the yeah the second one it's. And the characterization is like Ethan Hunt just becomes this like badass. Like, yeah. like he's just this ridiculous. Does he have long hair in that one? Is that what he's got? Yeah. yeah. So we've got long hair, Tom. <laughs> the hair journey that Ethan Hunt goes through. It's usually all seven films. They kind of do like long, short, long, short, long, short. Yeah. But now I think the pattern's been broken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he comes back for Dead Reckoning Part 2 with like bold. a full oh, bald. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, but be very aerodynamic. That's what I was, yeah, yeah, he could run past if he was bald. <laughs> the way he runs is so rogue Ooh. as well. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, like the... Yeah. Like the full, like, you can't say it, but like my hands are like <laughs> flat. It's like the body is completely, <laughs> almost completely stable and it's mainly arms yeah. and legs going like crazy. <laughs> it's iconic. It's, it's iconic. Insane. But yeah, number two also stars um, Tandy Newton. Oh. She's like the, the gal. That was like her breakout role I believe yeah well you know she was supposed to be in Charlie's Angels she had to drop out for this <gasps> really yeah which you'd be pissed instead right? of who I'm not sure who was she, she maybe Lucy probably I don't know cause... I didn't even know if she was going to be one of the angels oh, but... oh true yeah this this one also has um Anthony Hopkins oh my god true I forgot about as, that as like, he's like mission commander Swanbeck or something what the fuck <laughs> which is like the, is he the, the... secretary Yes, yeah, sort of. He's yeah. like the his the secretary, his mission commander in the know. I like is like the overseer of and IMF. The, the IMF. Do you remember he has a line in this where he's so, it's something like, "This is mission difficult, Mister Hunt. You <laughs> and you work for like the mission. IMF. You should be fine with difficult." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's not the that line. Fabulous, but it's something like that. <laughs> he says it's not mission difficult; it's mission impossible. <laughs> do you remember this? No, you're probably on your phone. No, I, I made a conscious effort to not be on my phone during this. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, and Tandy Newton also had a fucking shit time. On oh, really? Set because um, 
I, I don't know which scene it is, but she, she spoke semi recently about a dialogue scene with Tom where she just couldn't. Oh, I think I remember this. She was like, I can't like connect to him. Yeah. Well, she was saying the dialogue was just so like Bad. not there and yeah. she couldn't kind of do it the way that Tom wanted. Tom was getting frustrated. They doing it again and again. Event. At one point, he swapped places with her and said, I'm going to act it the way I want you to act it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is nuts. He's like, I'll do it. And then you just copy me. God. He should have put on a mask. Yeah, he should have put on a mask. And then she said she, like, came home from set and she was, like, rattled and she was, like, fucking this movie, you know. (laughs) And then he called her and he she thought he was calling to apologize. And he was, like, we're reshooting that scene next week. (laughs) (laughs) so tom cruise i think um it sounds like in general it was like a shit time on this movie i mean yeah god i love the ending though when he's like let's get lost do you Uh, remember they kiss and it's like let's get lost and then we see the sydney humber bridge god (laughs) oh yeah because he's like they're on a beach or whatever they're no they're by like circular key Oh, oh yeah, they're not on a beach. I don't know. <laughs> There's also a line um, that was cut from the film, but it's in one of the trailers where um, Ethan Hunt says to, to Luther, "Welcome to Australia, mate." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, so another thing, Luther, who Luther. is Ving Rhames. Yes, he's in everyone. He's in everyone. Every single film. He's Tom's bestie. I love him. He's like, he just shows he's up wearing, so much wearing his funky fat, funky hat. And he's like, let me get into <laughs> the computer. Let me. <laughs> let me get to the computer. He was actually supposed to die in the first movie. <gasps> Gag. And he said to Tom, he said, like, you can't. He's like, these movies, they always kill the brother off. Meaning yeah. like the black guy. They, the black guy always dies in these movies. And Tom was like, you know what? You're right. You can stay in the movie. And he's been in every, every single one. He was so smart. He's like, I've got, I got a very lucrative business opportunity here. Well, let me not let me not miss this bag. And that's the funny thing about Tom Cruise is that he's like sometimes progressive, but he's also part of like an evil cult. <laughs> like what? We should go do personality tests. At the final. <laughs> I think we should. I mean, it's clearly working for Tom. Literally. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, we get Mission Impossible 2. And then Mission Impossible 3 is directed by J.J. Abrams. Abrams. And it's, it's... And then he continues to produce all of them. Yes. Going except forward. the new one. He's, yeah, he's I, I, I noticed the bad robot um, missing. missing. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of 3? Um, it got better for me. I was like, oh, okay. I'm actively engaged in this story. Which, uh-huh. I, which I think... <laughs> Which I think is a big um, jump because I was not interested in the first two. Yeah, the third one is they actually like make an effort to have characters. Yeah, <laughs> um, and and I think because it was like so two thousand was number two, right? Yeah, this and was two thousand six. Yeah, so three. big it, gap, big gap. Yeah. yeah. And oh my god, Philip Seymour Hoffman, so iconic. I would say the best, best villain, villain of the series. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing the series seems to struggle with is having like a, a strong villain. A strong villain. Like yeah. I don't rec- like when I'm think I'm thinking about all the villains now, and I'm like the only one that I can think of is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he gives a great performance. <sighs> it's bone chilling. Bone chilling. Yes. Like he, oh, I miss him. Oh, me too. One of our best. Yeah. But um, number three has a more gritty kind of like. A realistic tone, I would say. Mm. Um, and we're opening on scenes of like Ethan and he's got like a wife now. Michelle Monaghan. Well, Monaghan. they're not married yet. Yes, they'll get married. So they're, Ju- it's the engagement Julia. part of it. Um, and 
I, I think it does an effective thing of asking, like, you know, well, I like that it makes an effort to have Ethan be a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. trying to have a relationship with Julia, but he's being drawn into the spy staff by Billy Crudup, who I yeah. think is great. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishbone. Yeah. Um, but my problem with three is that it doesn't really... There's nothing in this action set piece wise. Yeah, there's no like big thing. The big thing is supposed to be in, I think they go to Shanghai, right? And he's going to swing between two buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we see it, but it doesn't look good. No, <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, I think JJ Abrams seemed to struggle with like the big. This is like, I, I don't know if it was his first movie he directed, but it was one of the first. Yeah. Um, but it kind of course corrects, I think, the series. Yeah, it's, it sets it on the path that it's meant to be on. Like, I found, I found, I'm like, that was when I kind of had the brain click. I was like, okay, this is like, this is where it's going to get, it's going to go up from here. Yeah. And I like the climax, actually. Um, I'm talking about the scene where he's got a bomb in his head. Oh my God, the bomb's in the head. That was like so right. So I can't, Carrie Russell! Carrie Russell! <laughs> Emmy nominee, now Kerry Russell. Now my woman. Yes! Uh, Kerry Russell, who J- Charlotte dressed up as on And Just Like That this week. I have not seen... <laughs> well, you've clearly got to catch up because... I've got to catch up. I'm Charlotte's missing out. Is, is that what you meant when you sent me a text and you were like, Charlotte is giving very you? Yes. <laughs> because she's dressed up as Kerry Russell in The Americans and <laughs> everyone's like, who the fuck are you? And she's just, she, she's just like wearing a dress. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Kerry Russell from The Records. And everyone's like, no one knows that. <laughs> like, that's totally you. literally that's me at my birthday dressed up as Amy from Gone Girl. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're Kerry. No, the <laughs> year before when you were like... Oh, uh, yeah, when I dressed as Corey over here from Anyone Can Wish. Yeah, huh? What? <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I like the climax where uh, where Michelle Monaghan has to, like, restart Ethan's heart because he's got a bomb in his head. Yeah. And it, you get a bit of comedy. Like, I think it's well acted. and it's, it's It's got some good beats. Anyway. <laughs> and then number four. We have a, again. Mission Impossible. What's it called? Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Y'all fucking honey. coming up to me the other day being like, oh, the Twilight Saga doesn't make sense. Oh, you don't know what fucking, what comes next. <laughs> fucking Ghost Protocol, Dead Rogue Reckoning, Nation. Rogue Nation. Where Fallout. are the numbers? Where are they? I think it works. But, but, it works. no, but the difference is like these ones are their own stories. So it's like, it doesn't actually matter if you watch number four first, because you, you can just do that. Mm. If you want to just watch Ghost Protocol, go ahead. If you want to just go watch Fallout, Go ahead. You don't need to watch like all the others. The number doesn't matter because they're just sort of episodes. Epi- okay. All right. Gagged you. <laughs> not gagged me. That's not. <laughs> well, I think, no, I think after five though, that's when like you, you get like the recurring characters and you need to like know who everyone is and like there's like a bit more you, backstory. You like do what you don't. Mm-mm. Like Dead Reckoning is its own story. Fallout is its own story that concludes at the end. I don't even end. know what, what, which, what, what, what one's which. Yeah, point. you were. My brain is scrambled. But number four, Rogue Nation. It's directed by Brad Bird. Um, tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Very good. <laughs> what has he done? So he's done like Ratatouille, the yeah, Incredible. I was like, he, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. And he he kind of wanted to like... When you think about it, Ratatouille is kind of like a precursor to the Mission Impossible. Yeah, not the Incredibles. The one that's no, like... <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> and who's the rat? He should have got Holly Hunter. <laughs> yes, he should have. Um, but... 
I I think you can see the influence of animation in this film. Like yeah. there's a lot of like the camera moves quite a bit, very fluidly, and like there's especially like the Burj Khalifa sequence. Um, this the, one is where it was like, all right, this is a new game. This is changing. Uh, absolutely. Ten minutes in, we're gonna blow up the Kremlin. You blow up the fucking Kremlin <laughs> in the opening of the movie. I like, was like, oh. <laughs> Here we fucking Here go. We go. <laughs> All right. It's like I'm sad. Brad Bird said he wanted to like make a Mission Impossible movie where everything goes wrong. Yeah. And I and I think that's something that that has like kept with the series. Yeah. Since like I think the Burj Khalifa sequence really that was stressful. I mean, the moment that Tom Cruise steps out the window <gasps> and sticks himself. Follows and it like yeah the camera follows him out. I think that right that shot is when like Mission Impossible changed because changed the game. Well, really, because if you think about it, everyone knew about this. Like, I don't know if you remember when this came out, but it was like everyone was being like, "Did you see Tom Cruise like (laughs) climb the Burj Khalifa?" (laughs) Not people in my in my circles, but. Your circles would be like, did you hear Lisa do this? Me and year seven. I'm like, where is Lisa do? But it's um, the end of this scene where he has to, his cable is not long enough. So he has to run around the building and then sort of like jump through, push himself off and then let go of the cable and land in the building. In the building. It's insane. It's it's Nuts. impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> like, and then he's hanging out the window and Jeremy Renner's grabbing onto his leg and Paul Patton is grabbed onto Jeremy Renner's leg and they're all hanging out of the tallest fucking building in the world. Like, And then Simon Pegg comes in and it's like, what have I missed? <laughs> he's like, oof, that was hard. <laughs> Let me take my mask off. What are you doing? <laughs> so I think, like... I think the series has been chasing this sequence ever since. Like, yeah. I think it, it's classic Mission Impossible of what we think of these movies as. Yeah, exactly. And it's also, again, it's like, it goes back to like, what is the appeal of these films? And it's, it's that you can watch Tom Cruise, like trying to kill Do himself. Shit, literally. <laughs> like the, he's going to like put his whole body on the line to entertain us. What's he going to do in the next one? Oh, like, where know. can you go? From I'll be here? sick. He's going to be in space. Um, so Jeremy Renner joins the series in this. So random. And I'll be honest. I think he works in these. He does. But yeah, it's just a bit random. Yeah. He's I'm, also kind of tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Because what's he? He's like Marvel, isn't he? Yeah, he's like Hawkeye. What the fuck is Hawkeye? He's got a bow and arrow. Katniss. <laughs> yeah. He's Katniss, pretty much. What the much. fuck? But I, I think these... Oh, that's the Hayley Steinfeld show. Yes. Hawkeye, whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he works in the movie. He kind of plays like the straight man to Tom Cruise's like crazy guy. Yeah. Um, and he's like a n- double agent. No. Oh, yeah, because he like was an agent and then he goes back to his desk job because he thinks... <laughs> He fucked up. He yeah. fucked up. But he didn't fuck it up. Yes. Which we find out. So this movie uh, is also important because um, Christopher McQuarrie joined the production. Yeah. Uh, and so he ended up directing five, six, and seven now. Um, he's worked with Tom Cruise ever since Valkyrie. Um, oh, wow. So oh, that's that like 
not see Brian movie. Singer movie. Yeah. Oh, Brian Singer. Oh, yeah. So basically, like queer stories. Yes, <laughs> Tom Cruise and Brian Singer, gay, the gay boys. Um, yeah, no, it. So he's worked with Chris McQuarrie on almost every film. I, I think pretty much every film since then. Yeah, he he kind of like comes in and fixes scripts. And, and so he did some work on Mission Impossible 4 where originally Julia was dead. Uh, oh. His wife was dead. So he changed that. He kind of interweaved um, Jeremy Renner's storyline because that wasn't related to... Yeah. Like, he kind of brought her back, this, that. The, this movie... And, and they've done this more since, but, like, he was talking about writing... They, they're in the Burj Khalifa, they're shooting this outside sequence and what was happening inside the hotel of the Burj Khalifa was not written yet. So he was, <laughs> so they're shooting this, these outside sequences and he's writing the scenes that they're going to shoot. And they were really good because it was like this exchange. So yeah. it's like Leah Sadu <laughs> and then some other people, electronic, Leah Sadu is trying to meet somebody, but then we have Simon Pegg and Paula Patton pretending to be the other person so that they can get, what the fuck were they trying to get? Like some device? Nuclear I don't know. codes. Nuclear codes. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> I have a question. And I'm about to sound real, real stupid. Uh-huh. What is a nuclear bomb? <laughs> a nuclear bomb? Like, what is it? Like, what... Like, obviously, I know Honey, about, like, nuclear radiation listen, and stuff, but, like, how is that different? We're seeing Oppenheimer on Friday, so I'll, you'll find out. Oh, yeah, hopefully. Because I'm like, I'm like, it was nuclear, nuclear. It's like a big explosion. And it, like, radiates and stuff, and it, like, fucks. Yeah. Okay. It's got radiation. I promise I'm really smart. I just, you know, not science. But what do you mean? It's a big bomb and it's a radiation Yeah, but it's bomb. like worse. I don't know. Yeah. It's I, just, you know, <laughs> This is like some shit I would say. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe Oppenheimer is going to explain it to me. I'm but, sure it will. Yeah. In like detail. Detail. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, um, they saved the world. Of course. The iconic line, he's like, mission accomplished. I was like, you're <laughs> fucking joking. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking joking, Tommy. And then we get Rogue Nation, which is directed by Christopher McQuarrie. And this is where we have Ooh. the fabulous Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> I think one of the most genius entrances to the franchise. Like, she's 100%. incredible. I love Rebecca Ferguson. So I'm going to check out this silo show now. I don't know what the fuck it is. I, I want to go that far. But I think she is mother. So she, her character is, um, throughout Ilsa. Rogue Nation, you don't know whose side she's on. Yeah. She's this rogue, for back rogue. of a little, like for a better word. Rogue of no nation. Yeah, she's a rogue of no nation. She has this, this weird relationship with um, Ethan. Like, she's double-crossing people. It's... Number five, it feels very like Hitchcockian to me, like mm. especially that opera sequence. <gasps> the opera sequence was yeah. fabulous. You were mad. I love the opera. And I've I, actually never been to the opera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. You've seen the Hours opera. I've seen the Hours opera live. Um, what, but- what this movie does, which they've kind of kept from five, six, seven, is we get like a lot of different threads. Like, yeah. Because this movie, we have Ethan and the team. We have Ilsa, who's kind of her own thing. Yeah. And then we have Solomon Lane. And then we also kind of have like this storyline with like the IMF and, and Alec Baldwin's Alec like trying Baldwin. to shut it down. <laughs> Alec Baldwin joins. Alec Baldwin comes on in. <laughs> he has such the iconic monologue in this where he's like, Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh, 
he's like he's gonna find you and like it's so iconic it's insane it's so iconic but um yeah what i think this does successfully is that it's it's weaving a thousand threads it and it and it brings everything together really nicely ilsa the the main story i think is between ilsa and ethan like we have the bad guy in solomon lane but it's kind of almost a two-hander between them i would say mysterious woman yeah she's so just like she flicks it and like when she can't her opening scene when she's like in the in the 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 house at the opera no her first scene is when they're he's tied up onto a pole oh yeah yeah yeah, of course sorry and iconically he's tied with his hands behind his back to a pole and he jumps like up the pole <laughs> and like comes up the because the pole isn't like attached to the roof at all. Yeah, so, so <laughs> like it, it, it ends. So he he like just jumps using up and then he string. And man- <laughs> It's insane. It's like one of the most impressive things in the movie. I'd like to see you try it. I will give it a go <laughs> for the gatekeepers. Uh, uh, um, and also the opening of this is him clutching onto the outside of a plane in the plane ticket. Hey, I've been again insane. <laughs> Benji, open the door. It's like wrong door. It just makes you It's fucking insane. It's nuts. But and it's like so. The way they made this, it was it was even more like they spoke about filming that sequence where Tom is hanging on the outside of a plane, and they're like, we didn't know if that was the climax of the film. We didn't we know did where that sat in the movie. Like, what's on the plane? They just shot it, and so they so from what it sounds like, they they designed the big set pieces, and then they fit the story in around that. Which we, I, I mean, it, it's the one way to write. Well, yeah, it works. I think yeah. because like people are there for the set pieces, and Rogue Nation and, and and you know Fallout and whatever they've all shot this way. Fallout hardly had a script, oh, um, really? which is six, and it works. So I, I think that they really managed to tie a, mm. a great story throughout it to keep yeah. you engaged enough. I think number five was <laughs> my favorite. Really, of the uh, prior to like. The one that I saw today. Not that I think the one that I saw today was my favorite, but like, <laughs> I think number five was. Why is that? I don't know. Because I liked four. Because everyone's always like Fallout's the best one. Period. And I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But I this the sequence I love the most from this is um we go from like the water heist. <gasps> the water heist. Where Tom Cruise the- held his breath for six minutes. Before Kate Winslet did it for longer. <laughs> she said, try seven minutes, honey. The way of water, bitch. <laughs> my baby is strong. And so are my lungs. <laughs> she said, let me show you the way of water, Tom Cruise. I will hold my breath for seven minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom, he has to, like, change a security thing in yeah. this water. Water-protected computer. Water cool. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> and he's got a thing on his wrist that shows how much oxygen he has, like, left. Oh, it's... Insane. But, but we go from this water heist and then he he fully dies. Yeah, literally. And then <laughs> and Rebecca then brings him back to life. They bring him back to life and then we go to a car chase that then turns into a motorbike chase. Like, this is all one continued sequence and it's like, what? what the fuck? And it's also like, he's like just gotten back alive so he's like can't drive properly. Like, Can we talk about also, I, I've noticed that every time they get into a car, he puts his seatbelt on. Well, yeah. I know, but, like, I feel like that, like, it's, like, made a point. Have They're, you like, seen this driving he's doing these? Of course. I know. Like, I'm glad that he's wearing a seatbelt, <laughs> but, like, it's, I feel like it's very, like, he makes a point to be, like, put your seatbelt on. He's very safety conscious. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, 
Uh, Christopher Macquarie said he wanted to actually bring back Maggie Q and Paula Patton for this oh, movie. Maggie Q. But they weren't available. No! Maggie Q was like the best part. Wouldn't that be amazing? And also like nothing for Tandy Newton. Nothing for Tandy. <laughs> she probably didn't want to. She was like, I'm said, good. Moving on. Deuces. I'm good. Thank you. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, Should have brought back Vanessa Redgrave. Oh, God. <laughs> but, I mean, she kind of, she kind of is back. Was she still alive then? <laughs> Has she passed? Oh, true. I don't know. Uh, inspired casting for Vanessa Redgrave. Very much so. But, um, yeah, Rogue Nation is, is where we're kind of like... So, so Fallout is the next one, number six. This is the first time a director has returned. Crazy. Um, it's directed by Christopher McQuarrie again. And, like, I think... What I talked about, the appeal of, of these movies being that each one is very different. They managed to keep that. But like, still tie it back a bit to like all the other, yeah. not all of them, but like there's a through line in this one, which I think the emotional stakes of this movie are a lot higher. Yeah. And I think that really serves the narrative well. Definitely. And, and it it's like, it gives them an opportunity to like actually dig into Ethan as a character. Mm. You know, this is, this is someone who's been pretty boring through, yeah. through four or five movies, um, but having a returning director and, and also the fact that like Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie clearly have like this understanding same brain yeah. it seems like like they're both fans of the same cinema they both want to do shit you know like they, they just want to like make cool fuck shit up you yeah know? <laughs> like it's such a brilliant pairing like they they challenge each other and like and and because tom cruise can obviously like if we look at like the mummy like mm. i never saw this movie but Neither. he can really take over a film yeah. i think if it's not like I don't know, it's a curious thing he has with directors where in some cases he is kind of the director. Has he directed? He's directed an episode of a TV show called Fallen Angels, I think it was called. But he has never officially like directed a movie. Interesting. Yeah. Which which I think is because I think now that he's working with Christopher McQuarrie, like He kinda can. He doesn't have to. Well yeah. well, I don't I don't think it's a case of that he's a pushover. I think it's like them he just trust this person to it, do, to like go through with his vision. Exactly. They're, so right. like, you know, they're just on the same yeah. page, but um, yeah, six fallout. This is just the best. It's simply the best one. It's um, so whereas rogue nation is, is this kind of like Hitchcocky, like, yeah, it's a bit spy fallout. Is this um, like, it's almost like a cold war, yeah. narrative I would say they're after like nuclear shit nuclear <laughs> bombs oh the, the plutonium the, the plutonium balls the plutonium balls <laughs> um, and <laughs> the, the opening of this so my question is like what does Ethan Hunt do between movies that's what I was thinking I'm like surely he gets paid a fuckload of money but it's never he's, clear if he's working for the IMF because, you know, he's always rogue. So yeah. it's like, it went. I reckon it's like he like saves the world and everyone's like, all right, he's another six mil. Go, go live your life. Interesting. Like, I reckon that's what I, cause like he, what are his skills? What's on his resume? He can't, he can't be working a desk job. That's really like, true. I reckon it's like, oh, you saved us again. Here's another. You reckon he gets a few mil. To tide you over. And he, I don't think he's out there living outlandishly because every fucking time we see him in a new movie, he's in some desolate shit box. That's the thing with this one. He's got like a cot in a, a cold looking. Literally. He's like <laughs> always on like 
And he does the code Death word door. exchange with that random person. He's like, I am the storm. <laughs> Literally. It's crazy. It's so corny, but it fucking works, I'm yeah. afraid. Yeah, he's in this psychotic apartment. He's literally, it's like a, it's a room with like a table. Yeah. And like no light. That's all and he needs. And it's just like. That's all he like, needs. He's like, I don't need to live lavishly. <laughs> Do you reckon he's got like investment properties and like he's making his money count somewhere else? Can you imagine Ethan Hunt's your landlord? Like, he'd be like, stop complaining. <laughs> I just fucking like I just saved the world Rode a bike off a cliff I'm not coming to fix your door <laughs> You've got mold Big deal I've been shot a hundred times <laughs> um, But yeah for that Is this um, I would say it actually has the strongest plot of all of them um, If I'm being honest it's mm. We've got like Henry Cavill joins the cast <laughs> And Angela Bassett. <laughs> and Vanessa Kirby. Yes. Cannot. Angela Bassett. I, like, message Sam as soon as Angela Bassett came on screen. I was like, <laughs> and you were like, if I should have told you that ages ago, you would have watched really this should. a long time ago. <laughs> but we're, it's doing that thing again where we're getting a lot of different threads. We have like this nuclear storyline. There's the CIA and IMF. Is, there's the like, at war. Yeah, they're like, Angela the Bassett IMF is trying to like is, take down the IMF. And yeah, she wants she's to, like, it's old school. Like, yeah. you guys can't save the world anymore. <laughs> fool, fool. She's questioning fool. Ethan Hunt. She's a fool. Like, every movie, there's some like bureaucrat who's like, That's the thing. I said, I said this to you. I was like, every fucking movie, they come in and they're like, Ethan Hunt can't be trusted. What are he? He's a rogue. We can't trust him. One he's, man can't save the world. He did. It. He continues to. <laughs> but he when when is it going to start clicking with these people? There's always a bureaucrat who's who says he can't do it. He can't do it, and then he does. It, it's like, <laughs> can you come up with something? Like he's he's obviously good at his job. Well, yeah, but no one he's no so, one believes him. He's so good that people just can't wrap their little brains yeah, around they can't it. Conceive of how good of a spy Ethan Hunt is. Like it's insane. Mm. So, um, is he even a spy? Like at this point, I think he's like a bug spy. I'd say he's like an operative, you know. Operative, a covert he an operative. A promotion. I don't think he's covert anymore. Everyone knows who Ethan Hunt is. Yeah, or he's John, just a cool guy. John Lane. John Lark. John Lark. <laughs> John Lane. <laughs> you think of Solomon Lane? Yeah, yeah getting I'm getting my wires crossed. So, interesting fact. Um, do you remember the opening of Fallout where they're doing the exchange with the guy who played JFK and Jackie? <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> is this when they have the, when he is like reading the manifesto? No, this is um, before that. Because do you remember where the. Oh, yeah, yeah, the balls and then the, 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 the plutonium. Yeah. Device. We open on a, on a mission <laughs> yeah. with Benji and stuff, and they, they buy the plutonium. Also, incredible off. of Simon Pegg to just be employed in this oh, little yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's briefly in three, and then. Yeah, he's like in three as like a little computer hacker, and then <laughs> they like four rocks around, and he's like, I'm on the field now. I can go do missions. Oh, I'm in the field now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's good friends with Tom Cruise. They both, like, have a big love of cinema, and I think that's why. Like, Interesting. He, um, Interesting. <laughs> but, um, no, so they buy the plutonium off literally the guy who played JFK and Jackie, wow. which is so distracting, because I'm like, why is JFK here? Maybe it's a Cold War thing. Now I'm realising maybe it's... A, There'll like, never be another Camelot. <laughs> Um, it's very jarring. It's kind of insane. Um, I need to rewatch Jackie now. Yeah, we need to rewatch Jackie. Um, but 
Yeah, Henry Cavill joins. I think Henry Cavill's a, a really good addition to this movie. Yeah. He he's like he's got his hot as fuck mustache. I'm watching this. I'm like, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's hot in this. He is tasty. And like, Shame is like insane, isn't he? Well, un, undecided. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm willing to look past it, but this one. Uh, the pace of this, we just go from set piece to set piece. We do get a bit of exposition, but it's just kind of like, what, bang, bang, where bang. are we going next, yeah. you know? Um, the skydiving sequence is, I mean, all of oh, this yeah. has series best after series best. Mm-hmm. Because we go from like skydiving sequence to Paris, like, and then the helicopters. It's like... The helicopters. <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I know I keep saying that, but it's truly fucked what like they're able to achieve in yeah. these films. It's crazy. And um also shot in IMAX. First one that they use IMAX cameras for. Yeah. Which I don't know if you noticed on your tiny TV, but no. Oh I did actually because you it was did. taking up the whole screen and then a little bit later it wasn't. I was yes. like IMAX. Iconically when he jumps out of the plane. And it goes into IMAX. You oh, probably, very, very hungry games. It's lost on you. It's lost on you. Listen. But, um, yeah, I, I think what this film does incredibly well is, um, we, it uses like purely diegetic sound in such an interesting way. It was so cool. Like just no, no sound effect, like no sound effects, no scoring. Yeah. Just watching the movie. <laughs> No snack, no drink, just watching movies. No noise. <laughs> no noise. <laughs> but yeah, we get a, a bit of that in um, the bathroom scene where there's a fist fight. Um, uh, and with that, John Locke. Yes. And that really, it, it makes every punch, every hit feel very... <laughs> this, is, this is like... Whoa! <laughs> Henry Cavill like Yowch! reloading his arms, like was quite famous. Um, yeah, this is... I mean that that works to like emphasize every punch, crunch, whatever. Yeah, and I just then, know the AJ on that was crazy. Oh yeah, I was in the I was in the studio. Whoa! 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 <laughs> that would be me. If I was, um, but what I think, so the scene in Paris where um, in Paris, yes, which is um, is that I, the introduction of Vanessa Kirby? Uh, well, we get her at the party, Ugh, if you remember. She's fabulous. Where she stabs that guy. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. She brings out the... <laughs> she... I'm doing all the sound effects from Incredible. now Incredible. I, like... I'm not super, super familiar with Vanessa Kirby prior to this. I had seen her... The White Widow. Do, um... She did Straight Car Named Desire with, um, Gillian... Oh. Anderson? Sure. The one from Exiles? The one yeah, that was, that's yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched that. She was really good in that. Isn't she in The Crown? Yeah, I've not watched The Crown famously. I feel like it would be right, right on my alley. Melda Staunton, isn't it? Yeah. Literally. Well, she didn't, she didn't get nominated for an Emmy. Okay. First time the actress playing the Queen has not been nominated. Aww. They said, we don't like old. They said, get that old lady off the TV. <laughs> we don't nominate old women, thanks. I'm like, no, Melda Staunton now. She, that's mother. But anyway, Vanessa Poor Kirby thing. playing the White Vanessa Widow, Redgrave's. Honey. Daughter or granddaughter? Oh, yeah, Max's daughter from the yeah. first movie. Also, I want to fuck her brother. Ooh. What's Zola? Coming? Yes, Zola. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Zola. It's like, what the fuck? They're both so hot. Uh, yeah, Zola and Henry Cavill. Call me. Oh, yeah, you might be going to Paris sometime. <laughs> I'm going to Paris. Go visit the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Like we were in Paris. <laughs> um, 
but no, sorry, just talk about the Paris sequence. Um, it, it works so well because it, like the audience is one step behind Ethan for quite a bit of it because he has his own plan of what he's doing there. Um, and then eventually Ilsa is brought into it. She's on a motorbike. She's on her own. And he's yeah. in this tiny car blasting around Paris. And again, we have this technique of just using diegetic sound yeah. and it kind of gives the sequence, this incredible rhythm with no music. Yeah. And like the, the way he cuts from outside the car inside, like street noise, character moment, like every kind of like bump and like handbrake pull. Mm. And there's a moment where Ilsa's riding her motorbike through a column of arches and you hear the wind kind of going like, (laughs) yeah, like, it gives this amazing build and then release of tension and then they build it back up and bring it down. And it, like, it allows for like moments of silence that don't feel forced. Like you remember in this scene when everything stops and Ethan looks at Ilsa. Yeah. Is that when she's like standing or like, she's standing there, she's pointing a gun at him and yeah. then it's silent. And then he eventually decides to run her over. Yeah. And, and that like, you get a silence, you're like, oh shit. It's about it's to her. go down. And then we get a crunch of like a handbrake and you really feel him hit her. Yeah. It's genius, I yeah. think. Like it's and it's these subtle things that make these sequences work so well. Yeah. Of, of just the and like Tom Cruise has said the way they stage these movies is very much inspired by musicals, like Singing in the Rain, Funny Girl. He's a kind of funny girl. I don't know if you saw this interview. I, I did not. <laughs> yeah, okay. When are we going to get a musical? <laughs> when are we going to get a... We're going to get a musical number in Dead Reckoning 2. James, let me tell you, they want to do a musical together. <laughs> Wait, Tom Cruise and, and Christopher Macquarie. Macquarie, they want to do a musical. Well, when they finish... Oh, my God. Can Tom Cruise sing? I'm trying to think if he's, like, sung in anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a, a bit of a voice. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I'll be seated. Get Nicole back. Oh, She'll can see. you imagine? Uh, but um, yeah, Fallout. It just goes from like strength to strength. We get a big sequence of him like flying helicopters, hanging off the side of helicopters, hanging off the side of helicopters, hanging off the side of a fucking like rock face mountain thing, and almost dying, and then the helicopter going down and down, and then he has to like. De- Detonate the bomb. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. also get an iconic Luther speech. Do you remember where um, he's like, he has to keep saving the world. Yeah. Oh, my God. For her. <laughs> oh, because Michelle Monaghan is back in this one. Oh, my God. So With her normal guy husband, Wes Bentley. Wes Bentley. To talk about acting. Okay. So when he, Ethan turns around and sees Julia and he's like, Julia? I'm like... Tom Cruise Oscar, Tom Cruise Oscar. I think it's one word. He fucking crushes it. He's like shocked. He's upset. He's like interpreting the gravity of like what it means that he's there and uh, she's there and a bomb's about to go off. I'm Julia? like, Incredible. acting the house down boots. Yes, God. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, just beyond. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we get Dead Reckoning Part 1. So I'm fresh out. This fresh. is the first one that I saw <laughs> in the at cinema, the cinema, which I think really made the difference here. They're made for the cinema. They're made for the movies. This it, movie... A packed IMAX screen. Heaven. At, I think it was 1.50pm on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, like God intended. Oh, heaven, 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 heaven. Um, like, so good. It really um, 
So much fun. It's been a long road to get this movie released. Like, the last Mission Impossible came out in 2018. So I feel like they often, except for like the newer ones now, from like 2011 onwards, but like they had big breaks in between. This was supposed to come out in 2020, I think. No shit. Oh, sorry. It would have been 2021. Yeah. Because they started shooting in March 2020. <laughs> um, well. And like this was one of the first productions to be shut down from because of COVID. They're shooting oh, wow. in Europe. They were moving around Europe, kind of trying to outrun COVID. Yeah. Um, and eventually had to be shut down for about a year and a half. Shit. So this movie cost like three hundred million dollars, which is a lot of it is COVID delays because they're having to reschedule these massive sequences. Yeah. Um, and I I had to say I did feel maybe a bit of the patchwork nature of this yeah because there's nothing more i love kind of kind of unrelated but it's like i love watching movies that have come out in the last few years now that i'm like oh this club scene was filmed during covid because there's no one on this dance floor and everyone is like (laughs) five foot apart from each other they're all in groups of two iconically this is there was the um leaked audio of tom cruise screaming at the crew members because they stood too close to each other Uh, i'm on this phone with the studio every fucking night (laughs) give us give us the whole thing come on i'm on the phone with every studio at night i don't ever want to see it again And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And you know what? They put, um, they asked him about it, like the press. And you know what he said? He said, I said what I said. (laughs) And that's verbatim. He said, I said what I said. I mean, because he was saying, like, he he was like, you know, wasn't he like, we all want to work. Well, yeah, he was, I mean, Mission was was one of the first movies back as well. They They shot in September 2021. That's when they did he do Top Gun before this? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were in post. They shut down production of this, and then they t- did do more on. post on Top Gun. Okay, Top Gun was just delayed a lot because they wanted cinema release. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, he's screaming, saying like, you know, everywhere shut down back at home. Like we we have to be the example and like they're creating protocols of the, being able to make a film during COVID for this. Um, Christopher McQuarrie spoke about directing on zoom because he had COVID wow. and like, it's, it's crazy that they were able to pull this they're together. Just like Ethan Hart, they fucking <laughs> pulled it off though. Didn't they? <laughs> crazy. Mission Everything was going against them. And but they said, you kind of like, like what I find funny in this movie is in the, when we're going into the third act and <laughs> Luther's just like, I'm not doing this one. Yeah, literally. He's like, he's like, he's, they've got this like sentient AI that the they're entity, fighting. Honey, the yes. entity, honey. And he's like, if I want to fight this, I have to go off the grid. He said, I'm going to collect my check. Thank you very much. I will do my two days of film work and I'm out of here. He's like, y'all are doing a train heist. That sounds really important, but I've actually got to go. I got to go be in a quiet room. Be on my computer. <laughs> Always on that damn computer. <laughs> And yeah, we get some great hat moments from oh, Luther. Always like that damn hat. Luther in his hat. Uh, it must be said though, um, this uh, the um, this film is the, uh, the fucking. Can I talk? <laughs> is that what? Is the debut of Haley Atwell Ooh, into period. the Mission <laughs> franchise? And my lord, she's great, fabulous. She's so alive. She's really good. Yeah. I haven't seen her. 
was she in one of those Marvel movies that yeah, I watched? Yeah. I don't know if I watched it, but um, I haven't really seen her in much, but fuck, she's so like electric on she's screen. She's brilliant in it. It's um, what I think. So what you mentioned before, the villain in this movie is an AI. Yeah. It's a sentient computer. I think I loved it actually. Yeah. I really love that. I, it's people, scary. Like that could happen to us. That could happen to us. Like you don't know, like this AI, the way the AI is going. My grandma like was glitching today. I was like the entity. <laughs> I thought you said my grandma. <laughs> my, my grandma glitched. That's, that's black mirror, honey. What if your grandma glitched? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I was like the entities in my phone. Oh my God. It's trying to get you off that damn grinder. I mean, Gabriel, there's a guy called Gabriel in this movie. Who's kind of like the mm. physical, he like works for the AI. Yeah. I was like, is this a robot? I don't know. Oh, you thought he was a robot. <laughs> At the start, I was like, cause when he had like the, cause when Tom had like the glasses on and he had like the glitch, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Is he a robot? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know if I'm on board for that, but then it was made obvious that yeah. he's not a robot. I found it quite scary. Like the fact that this machine is like fucking everything up. Oh, literally. And also, Kittridge is back from the first movie. Period. Period. He's so no good. fucking clue who that was. What are you talking about? You just watched all the movies. Yeah, I watched the first one a week or so ago. <sighs> I think I was. Yeah. You didn't recognize him? He looks. Wait, is he the one? It's from the scene in the first one where he blows up the. Yeah, but water who? Restaurant. What does he do in the new one? Is he the one that gets by? <laughs> no, it, no, no. Or is he the the he, like the director? He's the CIA CIA director in the scene where the one that talks to Vanessa Kirby and is like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh my the god. The guy James. who gets killed. Sorry, spoiler. The guy who gets killed by the um the AI man. Yeah. He looks like Carson Kresley. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Style superstar. Style superstar, Carson Kressler. When are we going to get the hilarious Roth Matthews in Dead Reckoning Part 2? Can you imagine Tom's wearing the mask doing, like, a fax in? <laughs> <laughs> Making jokes. <laughs> Making puns. Like, On the runway. <laughs> Your Ethan Hunt was Ethan Cunt. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we need like Michelle, Rue, we need everyone to be in movies. Oh, hey, boo. <laughs> um, um, also, I have to say, speaking of cunt, um, Pom Klementoff, I mm. think her name is. I wish she had lines, but I think that, she's great. Yeah, that was my one thing, yeah. but she's playing, she was stunning. Like, pat- incredible. <laughs> I, the, the um, Rome sequence in this where they're in the tiny car. Comedy. Oh, I was I was ruffle coptering. <laughs> I was inch bowling in the cinema. I was inch bowling in the cinema. <laughs> but but you know you see the silent film influence in a in a sequence like that. Oh, I think like it's the, a very chuckling. Swat- it's a clown car. Yeah, it is. He's like wearing and then the, the suit. they had the 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 what handcuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, they're just taking the piss at this point. Literally. They're, like, driving car while like, they're hanging out together. I was like, this is, these are not serious people. <laughs> <laughs> these are not serious people. Uh, I think um, the whole... The way... What I found interesting is the way this movie shot. Like, mm-hmm. it again, again... it's back to the fucking Dutch, Dutch angle. <laughs> it's Dutch angle supreme. In every, every second shot is, like, a Dutch angle. They're, they're back to digital. This first mission movie shot on digital. Oh, wow. Um, which Wait, so which... The others weren't shot on digital? They're all film. Yeah. Okay, work. Yeah. I mean, six is IMAX digital for the IMAX scenes, yeah, yeah. but the rest is shot on 35mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was apprehensive about this being digital, but I think 
what um i mean there's a lot of exposition scenes in this yeah that was the one thing i was like this is a two hour 45 minute long movie yeah didn't feel like a two hour 45 minute long movie it definitely felt like maybe two and a half hours so i think the scenes on the train that is where the dialogue there was dragging a bit and that's where i kind of felt them setting up the next movie a bit yeah we've got to get to the submarine blah blah blah. but before that the way that these exposition scenes are shot is i i haven't seen exposition shot in such an exciting way in a long time yeah Again, he's doing these crazy angles. The frames are fucking wide. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Every, particularly, there's a, a party scene. The party scene with, like, Vanessa Kirby and, like, everyone's there. Every, the and gang's like, all there. Who? Who? Like, fucking close up of her, like, side profile. <laughs> and then, like, you've got Hayley Atwell sitting right there and yeah. you can see her. And then it's, like, flash up to Tom and it's, like, super, it's insane. It's wide. And the background is moving because there's these screens. And he crosses the 180 rule a lot, which which, like... If you don't know, it's like, you know, when two characters are talking to each other, one person's looking left of frame, one person's looking right. Yeah. But this movie, it's crossing, it's crossing that quite often on purpose. Yeah. I must say. But it does this, it, it really disorients you in these scenes. While, like, they do such an incredible job of laying out, like, these are where all the characters are in this room. But then they kind of fuck with that and they, they're crossing the lines. They're, like, tilting the frame the camera's kind of all over the place. It gives it such like this electric feel and like the AI thing, like, I mean, the whole thing is that they can't really trust. Yeah. Anything. Each other or like yeah. what is real. It, it does such an incredible job of like putting you in that headspace. Yeah. And then everything's pretty close to like, I think previous films, we get a lot of wide, action particularly fallout like yeah you know they're skydiving we're out wide yeah but this one we're a lot closer very claustrophobic it's claustrophobic it's confusing yeah it's like very visceral and like crunchy uh, but then we do pull out at some moments and it's like oh this is crazy <laughs> like we have to talk about him fucking riding a motorbike off a cliff <laughs> like i so i was gagged i thought i was gonna be a little bit like not let down but because like that was like the big trailer yes like and because you know like we've seen a few films at imax in our time and they would play it before every bloody movie <laughs> we've seen him do it a million times Literally. and i was like this is not going to be very effective i'm like not not going to be very effective but oh, i was just kind of like it. i've seen it and i know yeah. like i know what to expect Gagged. Me too. I jumped. Like, when, again, it was that, like, no, non-giant diet. Yep. It's silent. Yeah. Silent. And then all of a sudden, when he flicks the parachute, it's like, boom. And the, I was like, ah! The cunt is delivering lines while flying through the air in free fall. He's fucking delivering lines. Yeah. I'm like, man. Oh, he's a madman. It's beyond. Like, I was sitting there mouth open. Uh, like, he, he's a madman, that Tommy. Mamma mia. And then... The train sequence. They I met it on the Orange Express. I thought I was gonna throw up, honey. Like really? I thought I was gonna throw up. When when the carriage is vertical and him and Haley Atwell, <gasps> the, the kitchen car, they're in the kitchen <laughs> And there's like oil and gas uh, and yeah. flame. I'm I was like, like all right, Haitian, as someone's gonna I'm like, Haley Atwell, get out of there. Haley <laughs> Get out of there, Haley. Uh, like, I know we've said that a million times, but like fucking gag. <laughs> The fact that they're this is the seventh movie in a franchise and they are still, still finding ways to off this shit. Yeah. And like they actually they did like throw a train into a quarry and like oh. they built this train, they're on top of the train. That's fucking crazy. 
I'm we gonna... also need to talk about not as crazy, <laughs> but like can't you? They gave Rebecca Ferguson a damn sword. They gave her a fucking sword. <laughs> they gave her a sword. <laughs> <laughs> she. They're just like they. They must have two dice that have like a weapon and a hot woman on it, and they yeah. just rolled that and it came out with Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson's sword. sword. And they said, "Okay, yeah, let me try." Okay, <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> But um, uh, we've had a lot of part ones at the theatre. Like, we've had Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, whatever the fuck it's called. I haven't even seen it. Spider-Man into a- the spider Across the Spider-Boy, whatever. And then also Fast and Furious. Which is- we didn't know was going to be a part one. Well, until the fans knew. Oh, the fans I- knew. I knew. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've had a lot of part one cliffhanger type things. But what I think of, of what this does very well, it feels like a complete movie. Yeah. And... We've still got threads to close off at the end, but you know they kind of like the the main. They have goal a goal to do film, a thing, and they do that thing. Yes, but there's more implications to follow from them doing the thing. Yeah, you feel satisfied leaving the theater, and and they also said Christopher McQuarrie was like, I didn't want people to feel like they like had to come back to see. A, you know, a cliffhanger ending, yeah. you know, like Fast and Furious where it like ends with a dam exploding and maybe Vin <laughs> Diesel's going to die. Like he yeah. didn't want to end it like that. He was like, I want to tell the audience, like, I dare you not to come back. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to come back because like, you know, you, you know. want to, <laughs> you know, you, you want, want to. to. Um, also wanted to give a shout out to um, Vanessa Kirby again in this for her eye acting. Her acting. <laughs> so there's a sequence in which Vanessa- no, no, before this, I mean, at the party. Oh. Her eyes. And she talks about, well, they kind of infer that she's been fucking stressed. Yeah. And like, it looks like she hasn't slept in a week. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Mother. Well, there but is one the thing when um, <laughs> Vanessa Kirby is used as a mask yes. by um, Hayley Atwell. And <laughs> it's Vanessa Kirby famously has gorgeous, like, sky blue eyes. Yes. Hayley um, has, like, chestnut brown, like, chestnut brown. dark. Yeah. And... Vanessa Kirby is in these fucking brown contacts and she looks like Rosalie Cullen. Oh, it's insane. (laughs) I didn't clock that. I'm like, because the way that the like, just the way that the contacts like light her face and stuff. Yep. She looks like a fucking vampire. (laughs) She's mothering. Uh, uh, (sighs) So. So. The, to to to, <laughs> to end our mission if we choose to accept <laughs> it. Okay, that's another thing. It's like, what happens if they say no? Like, he's like, cool presentation, but I'm they're not, like, fuck, I, we've got to go back to graphics. And oh, like, fuck, we got to do something. We're gonna find someone else. We've got to make a new video. Fuck. <laughs> um, he's like, skip ad. Skip. <laughs> skip. Um. So Rubik requires quality. Yeah. I mean, not all of them, but yeah. Not all of them. And I think that's very important because (laughs) one through three are not good. Okay, wrong. Because one is fantastic. One is so boring. You can't say that. I can. (laughs) I'm not having... I'm not doing this with you again. I'm not... You actually... actually We're having a conversation. We're having a conversation. I'm not going to let you... I'm like the entity. I'm going to erase your I'm going to fucking kill you. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. That's my that's opinion. opinion. You can't tell me that Tom Cruise suspended in one a One little action room. sequence in a... Little... It's one of the most iconic sequences yeah, of film. that was cool, but the film was boring. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, quality, I'll give it half a star. Oh, 
I'm sorry, I can't look past that, Sam. Tom Cruise is Sam, not- shut up. You're not gonna- <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. I'm not gonna let bitch. you come here bitch. and force me to do something that I don't want to do. I'm standing my ground. Listen, Tom Cruise did listen, not- Listen, 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 Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise did not shadow his ankle in Mission Impossible Fallout for some twink to say half a star quality. I'm saying half a star. Woo. <laughs> You won't be happy when he hears about this. Anyway, um, so that's a yes for quality. It's half a star for quality. What's the other rubric? Um, I should probably get it up here. Uh, well, we've um, got- Quality, um, does it- Benefit the queer agenda. I would say yes, because I think- There is not a gay person in that film. This is like Fast and the Furious Girl. No. Give me one good reason as to why this benefits the queer agenda, and I'll think about it. But- I think Ethan Hunt could be non-binary. <laughs> Shut <laughs> this does not benefit the queer agenda in the slightest. Are you kidding? Like, I'm talking about the women in these films who were yeah, like, Yeah, but like, they, they gave Rebecca Ferguson a sword, <laughs> and you're gonna tell me these films are not queer? Bitch. Okay. There was a few actresses the that I screamed shit at. In this is so queer. <laughs> I mean, Indira like, Varma in the new one. Huh? The actresses. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, we got through that one. <laughs> All right, I, mean, I, can't, I can't go back on that one. Tick. Next. Does it slay? Well, yeah, yeah, of course it slays. He fucking came off the fucking. He came off the. the he was on a motorbike and came off the fucking thing. It slays. It slays. <laughs> you know it does, though. You know it does. Uh, like, it's. You like right? Yes, <laughs> you know what slays. Is it a classic? Yes. Yes. I mean, this is a franchise that's been running since 1996. Tom Cruise is 61. He's still flinging himself around. Looks younger than you. <laughs> He's had some good work. I think. Let's was just say I gagged? That. Oh come on! You got it. Like you can't lie. I was gagged. Like, let it be known. Let it be known. That I got four and a half out of five stars. What did? This. Oh, right. I was on gonna, our rubric. I was going to say, like... It's not five out of five. You... I was infuriated watching your letterbox reviews come in and be like, three stars, three stars. Like, it was like, three, two, three. I'm like, these better start cracking four stars. Or I'm and they did. They crack cracked four stars at Fallout. Okay. Ghost... <laughs> yeah. No, you gave um, Ghost Protocol a four, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe three and a half. <laughs> Yeah. But then Rogue Nation was definitely Rogue Nation four. was four. Yeah, I've given them... I'm from Rogue Nation, Fallout, and the new one. They've all been four. Rogue Nation is such a funny title in, like, That's where I live. Rogue Nation. <laughs> it's Ball <Shift> Nation. <laughs> <laughs> it's IDGAF Nation. <laughs> That's where Ethan Hunt lives, IDGF to be honest. Nation. Ethan Hunt DGAF. Like... G- too many AF. <laughs> anyway. Alec Baldwin GAF. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, yeah, Alec. Oh, oh, Alec. We don't have time for that. I think, is that all of the criteria? Yeah. You had that one at the ready, didn't you? Oh, I want to, like, this whole week I've been like, I want to be watching Mission Impossible at all times. Like, I probably will go see the new one again. Oh my God, get a job. Well, I want to see it in D-Box. What the fuck? It's like... I know what D-Box is. God, where is that? I felt like I was in D-Box. The fucking seats are... Fucking IMAX are terrible. You gotta get the premium seat, honey. You're the one. You, why don't you get me a premium seat? I used your IMAX membership. <laughs> don't, don't let them find me. The way I went to the candy bar and I was like, "What's Sam's number?" I went to. <laughs> I did. did I did it. <laughs> you couldn't figure out my number. Well, I knew it. But I wasn't gonna. Phone, I wasn't bitch. gonna sit there and be like, 
They're like, I'm like, I'm a member. They're like, what's your number? I'm like, oh, da, da, da. <laughs> and then you're like wearing a mask. You need to wear a Santa Gal mask <laughs> to get you for your eye <laughs> It's worth it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my dream episode. Very exciting. Um, I know I chit-chatted a lot. Oh, nothing new. So nothing this week, new. Barbie Oppenheimer. Next week, we're doing Barbie Oppenheimer episode. So go and see it this weekend. But we're not doing it in like the annoying, like overdrawn way that they've been doing it on Twitter. And, like, Buy a t-shirt. Buy an Barbie Oppenheimer t-shirt. Like we're like talking about two films. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also like rate, rate and review, blah blah blah. Yeah, Re- subscribe. Haven't had a new review in a while. Somebody yeah, give us a little a something. A good one, all right. Oh, we, a good one. As Ethan Hunt. Says there is no place you can hide where I'll kill you and your god, whatever the hell. <laughs> we'll set Tom Cruise on you. We will set Tom. He's on strike, so he's got time. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, movies, popcorn. <laughs> have you seen that video? I have. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.